0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very special episode of Go Team Video, the podcast where the A.M.P.M. crew, this time being Daly and I, uh, watch a movie or TV show in this case, and talk about it along with everything else that's going on. Hey, Daily, you're joining me this evening. I'm Michael Sadler, your Daily Singleton. This is episode fifty-one point five. We're doing a little special haffy.
1: Yeah, um, Abby is super busy right now and we don't have we didn't plan on getting going to california uh we didn't plan to get a guest so we still wanted to do an episode and we'd kind of michael had the idea of what what if we just do a tv show and kind of talk about it if one of us has to sit out and just do like a 0.5 kind of thing so no one has to miss out on a main episode um yeah and we still get to put something out
0: you know and then we still get to talk about something that we're excited about, or yeah, that we have both seen in this case being uh the television show on Apple TV Plus. I don't know like why there's more than one that's a plus. But anyway, Apple TV Plus or something, it's uh Severance. Yes, Severance. Um
1: I saw this movie uh or this movie. Oh my, I'm so used to say, saying movie. Uh, right, right. I watched this. I, don't, I think it had all come out when I watched it. I I, I think, or I, at least most of it was out when I got into it, it like it, up to episode mm-hmm. six at least. I think. Um, and it's funny because this also happened as I was getting a new job and like my first office job, so it just kind of like hit different <laughs> for me because like yeah, I bet. Uh, I don't know. Even though it's nothing like my job, but it's still it, it I still. It still hit in a in a way.
0: Well, it's still you know going into a place, the dynamics of that, seeing the same people every day, doing yeah. the same thing consecutively every day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what's your first impression of the show when you when you first saw it? Uh,
1: you know the the so I actually watched it right when it came out when the first episode dropped and like I, I like stopped it like ten minutes in because like I just didn't grab me, um. And then I heard people there was a lot of buzz about it like people were really really liking it and i was like okay i need to go back and just push through the first episode and once i did that i i, I liked every second of it forward
0: what about you cool yeah uh you had recommended it to me and mm-hmm. so i had courtney warner who's been on the show before uh i just kept getting uh people recommending it to me and finally figured out how to watch it and when i did i was really blown away um it's a really cool um look at ben stiller doing some dramatic directing which i think uh definitely got a knack for that yeah um but yeah i was i was really floored with the concept and with the acting and with how how much how big everything feels for being so small
1: yeah it it's it is a pretty contained you know setting you know most of the show takes place in 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 the office space that they're in you know and um reoccur the sets are reoccurring and it's Mm -hmm. it's it's a very tight story really you know when you when you pull back and compare it to other things
0: there's a bit of world building with uh the nature of like how everyone's cars look and Mm -hmm. yeah like the the office aesthetic it's it's sort of out of time in a way yeah it's yeah it feels timeless because like
1: there's you're using these computers that are ancient you know Mm -hmm. and
0: it's like doing something that they don't even know
1: it reminds me of how mckay is like has to continue to use that like older versions of windows forever like they will <laughs> forever be on windows right. uh, XP uh xp because yeah <laughs> yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's gotta be what, what's that. happening in this show too <laughs> they just can't update it because that software is just it's proprietary right. that. <laughs> it's proprietary <laughs> um yeah so so you were hooked pretty much from the start
0: yeah yeah i like i like that first episode it really uh it got me right away and i i was in i was hooked and i just watched it like every chance i got yeah until i finished it I, I think i wiped it out in a matter of half a week or something i remember
1: being so excited for to see adam scott in a role like this yeah like yeah. i just think he's so he's his his dynamic like he's very dynamic as an actor and his range is is quite impressive
0: yeah, I had seen him, you know, obviously in Parks and Rec and uh listened to him a lot on Comedy Bang Bang the podcast. And um and then I think they they did uh they did that U2, you two You talking you two to me podcast as well. Listen to all of that. Okay. And uh mostly just know him from comedy, except for he was in that show. It's like Big Little Lies or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also got into
1: another Apple TV show this year called. um, Fuck, what is it called? Um, It's the one with. um, I am just blanking on all this right now. Uh, It's oh my God, it's got Ron Funches in it and. Loot. Loot. Maya Rudolph as well. Cool. Is that good? Um, yeah, it's really good. Um, it's, it's more of a cut and dry kind of show, you know? It's not like breaking the mold or anything, but it's a really well-executed, like... It's like Parks and Rec, kind of. Like, that's what it feels like. And it has writers from Parks and Rec on it as well, and, like, some of the crew involved in making that show. Um... So yeah, I, I and he's in he's in that as well. He's uh Maya Rudolph's um like husband and, and who cheats on her. And he's not really in the show after the first episode, but like a lot, you know. But um, I was just like, damn, he's just like double heading these <laughs> Apple TV show, yeah, shows. Yeah, maybe this year. maybe he got a
0: contract over there. Yeah,
1: but um, yeah, I would say check out Loot. I like Loot a lot. If you just want like cool. a breezy kind of comedy
0: yeah i'll check that out um yeah adam scott's great in this he's got the the dramatic range and you know there's kind of a there's not a lot of place for comedy in this show it's pretty dramatic but i feel like his chops as a comedic actor a lot of times when those people turn to drama they just have they have so much range within it
1: i think it comes from the timing you know because like so much of comedy is timing and i think that a lot of that can be applied to what he's doing in this you know but not in necessarily a comedic way and there there is there's a little bit of comedy here and there sprinkled out through it and it's more of just like the situation being absurd you know and like Mm -hmm. and like the um you know like when they take the group photo and stuff like that and like when they all these like bullshit company things that they're trying to do it's 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 that that the how ridiculously serious it is 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 like funny you know yeah
0: yeah john totoro's
1: character really drives all that home. john totoro is honestly my favorite part of this movie I'm going to keep saying movie because we do a movie podcast,
0: (laughs) but yeah. uh, Tonight we're doing a show podcast. I will say this for the listeners um, out there. If you've never, if you haven't seen this show, just don't listen to this episode. Yeah, we we haven't gotten into spoilers yet. And (laughs) and break it down. Yeah. I just wanted to say that before we get too far in, because we're going to like open this up a little bit and, and, uh, you know. Yeah, it's it's really delightful if you don't know anything about it. Yeah. As we typically do on this show, we talk about the whole thing,
1: <laughs> every every part of it, you know, not just uh, the surface level. So we're going to get into spoiler territory. Um, yeah. Should we still do numbers? Got, I don't yeah, really you know any I don't know how to look at numbers for a TV show, to be completely honest with you.
0: Well, typically there's there's going to be like a budget per episode kind of a thing. Let's check that out.
1: It wasn't on just like the No box office or anything Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. See here. Well, apparently, uh Well, netflix invested 130 million into two seasons of the crown three million an episode wow that's wow. apple plans to spend eight billion on content in 2022. wow that's a staggering amount of money yeah so i mean i guess that gives you some perspective on how about uh you know the budget behind this it's basically an infinite budget i would say <laughs> like literally anything that they need to do they could. it's probably a sort of a blank check situation in a way with with apple yeah. you know they just make an insane amount of money
0: like uh well yeah and this is like kind of their premier show at the moment i would say
1: and i think ted lasso's their 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 core that's their big one. I would say that's the the core of Apple TV is Ted Lasso. But they're kind of rounding it out with this. Yeah, yeah. This is their biggest hit, I think, since Ted Lasso. Uh nothing's really popped the way Ted Lasso and Severance has. I mean, I know people mm-hmm. like, you know, the other stuff, but it it um nothing quite like this. A lot of people like the morning show. I tried to watch it, I thought it was really dry.
0: Yeah, I never checked that out. But, it's uh, almost like yeah, a it's, it's
1: like it's almost like a new genre of TV show, like the Apple TV Plus stuff, because they all really have a a, a similar feel and like and like look to them. I think hmm.
0: Severance is interesting. You know, it's following that uh, history of like more or less these are one-hour movies within the television show. Yeah, uh, it's very yeah. cinematic. It's very it's it's very much told in that way but it does give you the kind of cliffhangery feels that a TV show does well. Mhm. Um do you have fun facts? I got a little bit of trivia here. Let's check out um, some trivia
1: because I would like to know some I haven't looked at any sort of trivia about this show, so I'd love to hear some insight.
0: Yeah. Okay. So first off, the computer terminals used by the macro data refinement team have no escape key.
1: Huh. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I noticed that. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally.
0: Well, I guess it's worth. Before we get into the trivia, it's worth. Well, I guess if you've seen the if you've seen the show, then you know the concept is basically that.
1: I can read the uh, the concept real like the, the sure. little. Uh, the little plot line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah um wait give me two seconds uh mark leads it stars mark which is um adam scott's character and he leads a team mm-hmm. of office workers whose memories have been surgically divided between their work and personal lives when a mysterious colleague appears outside of work it begins a journey to to discover the truth about their jobs so essentially that's the that's this show, which you don't even know right away. So like I even think that bit is kind of a spoiler in a way. Because like I didn't even know that when I started watching the show. So like that's what was really cool. Like the like going split into reality it. thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, I'd
0: had somebody tell me that part, which, you know, it's sort of like But you it's hard to it's also
1: it's in the trailer, like it's the conceit of the right, show, right.
0: you know. It's hard to get somebody on board without explaining that basic concept, because that's kind of the crux of the show. Yeah. Um, but the way it unfolds is, is really worth checking out. Um, but so, yeah. Okay. We'll just go on with the trivia from there. Uh, filmed at the old Bell labs building in Holmdale, New Jersey. The water tower out front has a small sculpture of a transistor under the it. Okay. Uh, it says that they renewed it for a second season in April. And we're going to watch the trailer for that here in just a little while. Uh, so it says, look up the address on Google Maps, 101 Crawford's Corner Road, Homedale, New Jersey. Hmm. And from the aerial view, you also see the roadways look like a transistor. Interesting. That's the water tower. The transistor was invented there, and the design pays tribute to it cool um greenlit by apple in 2019 with ben stiller as director filming for the series started in new york city under the working title of tumwater in october 2020
1: you know i will say um i've seen some of the other i think what greenberg is the another thing ben stiller directed and was also in Uh uh-huh. um i think he's a better director you know what I mean? Like, if he's going to be on screen, I think that... I, I think that I think he needs to, like, let someone else direct if he's on screen. I, in terms of, like, what I've seen from his work, like, I I love a couple Ben Stiller things, but, like, I think yeah. that he really
0: shines as a director, especially in this po- part of his career. For sure. I mean, it's, like, really excellently done, and you wouldn't necessarily... There's like, there's not a ton of, like, special touches or anything like that, you know? Uh, it's just really straight ahead good storytelling yeah and it's all been
1: stiller except for two
0: episodes or three episodes mm-hmm.
1: uh, the other director um, is um a mccardle who's a irish director mm. um let's see here he's done he did brave new world on peacock uh and he's done a bunch of music videos he really doesn't have much in commercials he doesn't have a ton of like film and TV that he's worked on. So he, he's relatively new and the writer, Dan Erickson also uh, doesn't have a huge, like body of work he's done. He's only written three things. Uh, so he must be, must do something else like, uh, you know, but he's like a television. He was got on a
0: good pitch, huh?
1: Or has a good pitch. Yeah. Or has a good pitch, but yeah. um. So yeah, that's, that's a little bit on the other two. Um, lead kind of people on this.
0: hmm uh, It says here, Severance's creator Dan Erickson is originally from Olympia, Washington, which has had a string of drive through fast food restaurants owned by the Egan family since 1948, and the owners of Lumen are the Egan family. Oh. So, d- drawn from that real-life
1: reference. Interesting. Okay. I like that. I like that. Feeling like this corporation is like taking over your town kind of thing mm
0: mm-hmm. mhm the uh the road that bert lives on Gull harbor road is a road in olympia as well uh let's see these these ones are flagged as spoilers but we'll see we'll see if we find them very spoilery we've warned everyone Easter egg, <laughs> yeah we did warn everyone in the Easter egg video that plays on Heli's screen after she refines all of her microdata and meets quota, the voice of Keir Egan is supplied by series executive producer and director Ben Stiller.
1: Oh, cool.
0: I, did, I definitely didn't pick up on that. Snuck
1: himself in there. Yeah, I didn't notice that either. Yeah. Well, also, nice. it you were much fresher on this than me. I haven't watched it since uh, in like months. You know what I mean? So yeah. you, uh, you, you're definitely going to be filling me in on a couple of things.
0: Um, the severed employees are known by their first name while the unsevered mostly those in charge are known by their last name Uh, I don't think that's really spoilery (laughs) the colors red and blue are heavily and persistently appearing theme in every episode in contrast to one another possibly a visual allusion to the duality of the character uh oh Michael you still there? of Heaven and Hell, uh, loose themes of the series. Notable occurrences during the office prize parties, the lights flicker red and blue, Hellie's red hair against her consistently blue outfits, and even Mark's car in episode one, parked between a red and blue vehicle, to name a few. And lastly, the address on the back of the card reads, 499 Half Loop, the address of Apple old headquarters is one infinite loop. Yeah. So I did know the one infinite for loop. For a but... half episode.
1: Yeah, that is fitting. Um. Yeah, that's it. Also, this is worth saying, too. Typically, when we do these episodes, we watch the the thing that we're talking about in preparation. We didn't necessarily watch this right before it. Michael watched it recently. Right. But, like, I haven't yeah. seen it since, we're, like, earlier We're not this year. that fresh on it yeah.
0: as, as we normally would be. So we're not gonna be but, as thorough, maybe. But yeah, um, we'll do it. we'll do the best we can. So that's our really trivia. Do yeah, we're not really gonna do like a plot rundown. We're not gonna or. do a
1: plot rundown. Should we? What should we do now? Should we just talk about like high points? Or I have an episode yeah, yeah. rundown pulled up too. I can kind of start going through episodes. Or do you yeah, have? Do you have standout um, stuff?
0: I mean, you know. Uh, I, th- I was just going to kind of talk about it generally. Like the cast yeah. is fantastic yeah, for, for just to start with. I mean, you have Patricia Arquette who's phenomenal. Um, I don't know if you know much of her work, but I, I, I mean, she's been in yeah, my show, I
1: love, I, I love everything I've seen her in. I mean, the thing that the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about Patricia Arquette is true romance. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's amazing in that, and, and and pretty much everything else I've ever seen her. And nothing else comes to mind right away, but I know I've seen her. Uh, I still.
0: really love her in Lost Highway. It was it David Lynch film? I
1: haven't seen that one. I haven't. Mean, that's I haven't really seen good. that
0: Lynch. Uh, and then you got Christopher Walken. Like, I know. I was so happy showing to see up for him. it. Ugh. Showing up for a performance. It's wonderful. Like it's
1: really like... showing up. Like like man, this dude still got it. Like. <laughs> Like yeah, you and, forget and, that
0: it's him. You forget. I
1: know, I know. And like I I'm watching this and I'm like, is this possibly one of the gr- last great performances we're gonna be blessed with from Christopher Walken? You know? And it may be because mm-hmm. he's getting up there. He's getting up there. Yeah, I
0: think he's seventy nine or something yeah. like
1: that. So Which, in terms know. of like good work in years, I don't know how many how many more yeah, performances yeah, we're gonna
0: get. But- Definitely delivering in this. Uh opposite John Taturo, who was absolutely oh. fantastic. Oh, I, fall, I
1: like I fall fell in love with the those two characters and in their yeah, journey yeah. in this
0: in this show. Yeah, it's just uh it's replayed so perfectly and you know tragically because the nature of like it's this is this concept is so intriguing because these characters uh, when they're severed, their work self only knows work. So yeah. they don't know sleep. They don't know rest. They they don't know time off. They're just, when they're outie, uh, is that what they call it? Yeah. Innies yeah. and Audis, Innies and outies, yeah. So when their outie goes home and does whatever they're doing and then comes back to work, it's as if no time has passed for the innie. Yeah. So they have no perception of, the, and, and it's worth noting they don't remember who they are when they're down there yeah they're
1: they're essentially a different person right that that's the big uh that's the big crux of like the moral um problem with this you know what i mean is that you've essentially created a new person and you're keeping
0: them in captivity you've fractured a life into two yeah two lives essentially yeah Yeah. and so it's torturous because they can't leave they don't know who they are They don't uh, they don't know anything about their personal lives outside of there, um, which comes into play in an interesting way uh, for a lot of the characters. Um, Yeah.
1: And then but then, you know, it gets to be more sinister as we realize that, you know. They're really being controlled and treated poorly
0: and being abused. Um, the, innies, when they you know. the, yeah, the innies when they transgress the innies when they transgress in the office setting they are taken to something called the break room oh dude they... that is like
1: such great writing calling that mm-hmm. the break room is right. like oh
0: Jesus Christ uh, yeah and in this break room they are forced to repeat this saying this phrase over and over again that's sort of biblical almost it's like there's so much kind of, uh, like, looming, like, religious stuff going on. Yeah, or, or cult-like like stuff. You very know? cult-like, yeah. right. So, yeah, they're sent into this room with the person who's essentially their handler. Um, and they're made to say this phrase over and over again until they believe it, basically. Until they they believe that they're... Sorry for what they did wrong, uh, and it's it's just a mind wash, and it's like torturous and yeah, super it's evil. it's just breaking them down, like yeah, yeah.
1: And then there's all there's something almost childlike about the way um, the people that have been there, you know, like Adam Scott's character, John Turturro's character, mm-hmm. and the other guy. Um, I don't know what his name is. Is it is that Zach Cherry?
0: Uh, I'm gonna pull up a little um list of oh, we got, the, I got the I, I I'm DB.
1: Um, but yeah, the 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 three people that are there before the the new the new yeah Zach Cherry is Dylan. Um, before uh Britt shows up. You know, like and like the way they act, like they just they, it's almost like kids in like a classroom. You know, like they're mm-hmm. like it's which makes sense because they're like a a brand new person you know being born kind of and like right right and like the way they're disciplined and the way there's like this like the group photos so it's just like kind of and i didn't think about it until we were discussing it like it kind of reminds me of like at least american you know elementary school or
0: middle school you know right right down to like saying the pledge yeah <laughs> exactly what, yeah the break room is kind yeah of. um but, yeah, we, we kind of enter the story through Helly, who just uh, got severed. And Helly wakes up on a table in an office room and is the, the newest severed employee and is not taking too well at all. Um, and re- is replacing uh, an employee that they just sort of mysteriously say that, that he's moved on um and adam scott's character mark is really distraught because thought it was like his best friend inside this place
1: yeah it's the Innie's best friend and like that's what's yeah that's what's fascinating is like you can't expect to like create a new human and then them not have emotions you know Mm -hmm. like he wouldn't have even questioned things if that person hadn't gotten taken, you know what I mean? Like, like that's his best friend in the office. Leaving is what gets him to go on this journey, you
0: know? Yeah, it's really the catalyst. It, it's it's Helly coming in and and um, um, what's his name? It's uh, oh, hang on, I've got the
1: list of actors up. I can find out. Um, is it Robbie Benson? I think robbie right yeah that's the that's the character's name or no that's the actor's
0: name uh i I think think so i
1: think that's the actor's name
0: they don't seem to have the full cast up here it doesn't say that doesn't say the name oh well well anyway um his friend uh what was i saying
1: his friend that's the catalyst is his his friend right his friend's gone his friend's gone he doesn't know why
0: upset he gets his position he has
1: no closure
0: on it right yeah he's just suddenly not there anymore and then what we learn about mark outside of work is that mark's uh just dealt with the loss the tragic loss or within a few years the tragic loss of his wife and that's why I decided to get severed.
1: That's kind of like why and everyone so. signs up for this program is that like everyone has like a, a life reason where they really need to detach from work so they can either focus on art in John Turturro's case or mm-hmm. um, I can't remember what Dylan's thing is. We don't really learn anything about Dylan except for a child. This isn't like a self-contained season. Like this isn't like a limited right. series. Like we don't know all the answers at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a season two into the other lives. Yeah. we see quite a lot of Mark's uh, personal life and him visiting his sister and his brother-in-law. Yeah, and then
1: near um, the like we we do get an episode that kind of shows us a lot of John Turturro's stuff too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Also, um, the Patricia Arquette, uh, who is Mark's boss, um, lives next door to him. Yeah, which that's that's like one of the first like sinister things that we see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's like the reveal at the end of like the first or second episode, right? It was she like peeks her head out the
0: door or whatever. Right, because he's like, he's kind of on the phone Constantly with his neighbor, like dealing with the garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you don't really expect it to be her. But yeah, so Cobel, Cobel uh is Mark's boss, and then it's revealed that she lives next door under a different name. Um and we only assume isn't severed. No. I don't no. think anybody in management is severed.
1: No, no, no. I don't think anyone is.
0: Um but so we assume that she's like living next door in order to keep tabs on Mark. Um, and we don't really know how long she's lived there. I mean, it's possible that it's a relatively new thing or not. I don't know. And he lives in housing that's provided by uh the Lumen Corporation, all the employees do, or it's, right? or it's subsidized. I don't know. I don't know, like, because we do visit Bert's house. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, it seemed like he didn't really. He
1: lives in a yeah, is that Totoro's character?
0: Uh, Bert is uh. Christopher Walken's character oh yeah
1: well and then also we'd see a little bit of uh, Dylan's ca- uh, house too which is
0: like right it just doesn't it, it seems it more home than Mark's but, yeah. but Mark's house could be you know just the fact that he's a depressive bachelor right right um but so uh he gets visited by uh Petey that's his name pd that's
1: that's the dude's name
0: yeah he gets visited by pd who was his friend from work and he has had his the two hemispheres of his severance re-conjoined so he remembers everything from being severed and remembers mark and is attempting to explain the horror of the situation yeah it's Uh, like sounds awful like absolutely terrible and he, he's not—he's not doing very well with the with the reconjoining. It's like causing him a lot of uh, medical issues because he kind of like what we learn later is didn't really take under full advisement the person who, like, reincorporated his brain their medical advice. Yeah, it was kind of like a shady
1: kind of procedure, right? Like it was kind of uh-huh. like off the off the record.
0: Well, it's the person who severs. Uh, is we find out the person who does the severing is also the person who's setting people free or at least in PD's case
1: oh see that's something I she forgot says,
0: she says when 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 Mark finally meets her via a cell phone that PD leaves behind uh, she says that I'm the one that put it in your head so I can take it yeah, out yeah
1: and she's the one who goes on TV right like and says the thing or no that's Brit that's Brit that does that
0: yeah that's hell-y. That does that. helly yeah so yeah, okay. So what we l- end up learning is, uh, Mark, uh, Co- Cobell lives beside Mark, which is very uh, scary, mm-hmm. and might be on to the fact that PD is staying there. But PD stays there for a little while and then kind of goes on a walkabout in a delirious state and then ends up dying. Um, but anyway, we don't have to break all this down. It's just it, no, it's no, no. it's interesting, like in Helly's case, that. Uh, what we learn about that character is that they are a granddaughter of their, their uh, lineage of the family that owns the Lumen corporation. Yeah. Yeah. And they've, and Heli is constantly attempting to like her, any self hates being there and is trying every single way to get out of it. Yeah. Including committing suicide and can't understand why, and the audience kind of can't understand why they would allow, why she would allow her any to suffer this fate, but that uh the reveal of that, it's kind of a publicity stunt kind of brings all that to light.
1: Yeah. That's a huge, that's like a big, you know, reveal in the show is, the, is that yeah. connection with, with Helly.
0: And yeah, we find all this out because they've, they figure out a way to, uh, to go to be turned on while they're out of the office in their Audi bodies. Yeah. Or, you know, they're in the same body the whole time. But while they're being outies, they figure out there's a way to activate their any because of what happened to uh, Dylan. And they eventually uh, all band together, you know, and like,
1: yeah, and they, yeah. they, they, they all kind of... start to want to get out.
0: Yeah, even uh, Irving, who is sort of a company man, you know, uh, all the way through, he he ends up getting embroiled in this uh, relationship with Bert, who's played by Christopher Walken, and like then, art director uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they they strike up this romance in the office, and once Bert is let go or Bert retires. Uh, And that's very upsetting to Irving and Irving decides that he is on board now to take down to try at least find out what's going on inside Lumen because they don't even know what they're doing at their terminal. Yeah, yeah, it's very vague.
1: Oh, yeah, that's another thing we should at least briefly mention. They're kind of playing like a a game of sorts like this, like this simple like game with these you're moving this thing around on these like symbols and you're supposed to wait it's till like numbers like, number yeah on these numbers yeah and you're supposed to like it's like how the numbers make you feel mm-hmm. and like you're supposed to cluster the numbers that make you feel like a certain way
0: that and it's like afraid
1: make you afraid which is like that is a sinister like who knows what the fuck you're doing you know what right. i mean like what's behind that it is system. so sinister yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, we can go back. to so there's still you know. lots to be revealed, you know, in terms of what they're actually season doing season two there. They, stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. They end up finding a room where they're just raising baby sheep. Or oh, uh, God, or yeah, gather. that's right. Is Fuck. that what they are? They're like lambs. Yeah. This is another very sort of you know uh, religious imagery kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's all it's it's there's a lot of mystery still. But what we do find out is in Irving's waking life, he's a painter. And, uh, you know, that kind of highlighted by while he's in any, he has a like. He has a certain fascination with the artwork around the Lumen office. Yeah, and that's why he builds
1: a relationship with Christopher Walken, because Christopher Walken is the person that brings all the new art out
0: in the hallways and stuff. Which is all all the art is uh, representative representational of uh the handbook yeah the lumen the, the, lumen, the lumen bible handbook <laughs> right yeah um so another huge uh turn is we find out through a photograph that the employee who does sort of these therapy sessions with the ennies is mark's wife and we don't know how or why uh if she, if she died and was brought back or if they faked her death we don't know any of these things yeah
1: and it's like a it, mark it's also it's like why are they so concerned with mark you know what i mean yeah. mark obviously has like there's more to what's going on than just him being there because his wife was you know he's a he's a, a widowed you know
0: mm-hmm yeah, when he comes, uh, when he like, when his innie, um is set free into his personal life for an evening, we learn he learns that Cobell is posing as a nanny, like midwife person. Yeah, for um, his like sister, right? For his sister, yeah. yeah. Um, and that the the woman who's uh, what's her name, Miss Casey. It's Casey. Is that right? Who is it that plays uh his his sister? No, no. Um the therapy woman who's like telling them nice things about their
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good because she ends up helping him out a little bit, too, right? she she tells him, she reveals something to him, doesn't she?
0: I can't remember. She's she's getting like rebooted or something. And yeah. I can't remember that scene per se. Yeah, it's Miss Casey. Um, But that's Mark's wife, we find out. So there's a lot of mystery that's surrounding right. that. Um, <laughs> I just forgot that yeah, we, huge thing. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any idea why she's there, why she's severed, what her life is like on the outside, anything like that. Um, but yeah, pretty much leaves with that, uh, all being revealed. That's that it's Miss Casey is Mark's wife that Cobell sort of got fired, but is like obsessively attempting to, uh, kind of, kind of, uh, gets wise to their, um, their like mind heist and yeah. is trying to bring them down in a way to kind of gain favor back with the board. Right. Which the board are like a mysterious sort of, you don't ever see them. You just. It's it's like the little intercom thing. Like, uh yeah. uh yeah. And, um, Helly, when she wakes up, she's giving a speech on being severed to, you know, the public about how good it is, how, how it's wonderful, but ends up, Uh, denouncing severance it's like perfect timing you know yeah
1: and then what marks at the party right
0: marks at the 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 reading uh his brother-in-law just released a book oh my
1: god i forgot about the
0: brother-in-law it's like these idiotic poetic musings (laughs) or whatever that's where the comedy comes from right there yeah yeah yeah. i really like that actor (laughs) too um oh that character's so good (laughs)
1: he's so he's so like pathetic but it's like perfect
0: Mm -hmm. michael chernis yeah playing (laughs) rick and he's great i I, i've really enjoyed him and everything i've seen him in but yeah he's he's like so it's so cringy yeah yeah it's cringy for sure how spiritual he thinks he is but that's the only book that any of them ever read so aside from the handbook, because it, get, it got, it somehow got like in the hands of, it got, it got in, into the office. Yeah. Uh, well, Cobell, Cobell steals steals it from Mark's stoop where it got dropped off as a gift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he starts reading it and it's like yeah. mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's very, it's a very anti-capitalist sort of manifesto. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, it's like. The word, you know, it yeah. just speaks to him. That's what starts so when he comes to. Yeah,
1: that's what starts when he comes him. To at this kind party. of like, yeah. like, really getting into wanting to know
0: what's going on. Yeah, rebellious ambition. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Mark, when he when when he's out and about, he learns that his brother-in-law is the author of the book that Miss um, Casey is his, is his wife that Cobell is. Uh, and sleeper agent, or, or you know, a his uh, spy basically, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, that's kind of where it leaves you mm-hmm. the culmination of all yeah. these things happening. Well, and Irving is driving to Bert's house because he, he figures out that his, yeah. his Audi self is sort of already doing a lot of this work of like trying to get to the bottom of things, um, and knows where Bert lives. And it's also uh, like a, a painter who's just continually painting this one hallway that exists inside the Lumen building. Yeah.
1: So, so he's like probably dreaming of it. Yeah,
0: it's a subconscious. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he drives to Bert's house and is like banging on the door. And that's also like where we leave Irving as well. It's I'm so ready to see where this picks up. Yeah yeah it just leaves you with so many good questions and mysteries and reveals quite a lot it does it does a good job of like not meandering and mm-hmm. it's storytelling but still leaving you with uh many questions. I just hope they don't lost me and everybody's dead or something
1: that was that was kind of my thought um I guess should we just get into let's review it now, sure' because we're kind of at the end here
0: um, yeah yeah i'll go first. that's more or less what happens in the show it's like the my telling of it isn't as exciting as watching no, it, no, no. and
1: this is a you know it's a happy. you know we're just kind of we're just getting our our thoughts out there we're just kind of going over the show the first season yeah um yeah. and i think the first season i i do worry about the same thing michael i i, I worry about the longevity of this show um, mm-hmm. I I don't see how they can do more than two seasons of this show. To be completely honest,
0: yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it's gonna, they're going to have to find they'll find ways to to do it. I don't think it's going anywhere after two seasons. I think that you know, it's it's really well done. So I I trust them to figure it out. But I do see what you mean. It's like this concept is will have played itself out after two seasons to some extent here's why
1: i worry um there's another apple tv show called um servant with rupert mm-hmm. Grant, and it's like a horror tv show um like a cycle psycho- like not psychological just like a like a spooky thriller <laughs> horror kind of thing um mm-hmm. and that has like a very interesting <laughs> twist in it just like severance does and severance and servant both i was like oh this is gonna be one season like they're gonna they're gonna tell this whole story and then both of them end the first season and i'm like (laughs) oh there's still more and with servant there was already two more seasons out when i finished the first season and i and like oh wow i and i was like holy shit I do not understand how they possibly could do this for this long. And the second season, like it's not as interesting and it's like not, it just kind of falls apart, which I think this has a little bit more clout behind it and a little bit more going on for it. And there's still a lot of questions to answer. Um, Whereas with servant at the end of the first season, I was like, my questions are pretty much answered. You know what I mean? So like, I, 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 I really hope they don't turn this into like a five season TV show. I really hope they don't cuz I just don't think
0: they can do. Yeah. It. You know, I th- I feel like that's kind of something that happened with Westworld um mm-hmm. in that, you know. You already know the concept and, and how many kind of spoiler spoiler spoiler, spoiler spoilery <laughs> Sp- revealers can how many reveals can we have of like uh twists and turns and then it just became like this kind of dumb action show. Basically.
1: Yeah, you can only uh, do a this... twist in like a surprise thing so
0: many times until it becomes like expected. And the show might not rely on that for a long time, but who knows where it's gonna go. I mean, I do feel like I, I this is what I hope for it is that they've got a an end point in mind, you know, rather than to just yes. writing to an open space, uh yes, an open concept, because a lot of the time you find that uh these shows will just go on forever because they can yeah or they'll go on too long because, because just got... right yeah so you know that's one of the things i uh i loved about avatar the last airbender for instance it had a very distinct three arc three yeah. season arc and those creators and... were pushed to make it more than that
1: there's a there's that, that story behind avatar is really interesting
0: yeah, I mean they they branched out and did another series, which is terrific as well. It's like there are other ways to to fulfill that. Let's say that Severance needs to have you know a, like an any spinoff, <laughs> an any sp- yeah. They should do. I would actually watch
1: a three camera sitcom, like a traditional sitcom <laughs> with the innies, like a
0: workplace sitcom. Yeah, be, <laughs> you know, and those jokes would. It would be good for about an episode, I feel like.
1: I think it would, I, would, I would watch it. Yeah, if they did like one episode of Severance where it was a three-camera sitcom, like workplace mm-hmm. sitcom, I think that'd be cool. Or do an yeah. Office-style like mockumentary and, <laughs> with the innies. <laughs> right. That's like, like, oh, oh have you seen the show um, Kevin Can Fuck Himself? I haven't yet, no. Okay, that's, I mean, yeah, you should watch that show.
0: What is that on?
1: Uh, You know, I think it's on Hulu, but I could be. No, I think it's Amazon Prime. OK, I'll check it out. Yeah, you should watch it. It's cool. Yeah, well, another one of those um, shows that I don't think should be more than one season, but there is more seasons. I hate that. It's the biggest bummer when I'm like, this story is so good. It just should be a self-contained thing.
0: Like, yeah, well, you know, I I love the British office. And a lot of British series, they do two and they're six episodes long. It's like, yeah, (laughs) they have kind of figured out how to, you know, just put out just enough. Yeah. Um, I would rather, I would always want more than to
1: be, to get tired of
0: something. Right. Right. Uh, but so, yeah, let's just wrap it up here with a a little review. I, 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 I think, uh, I think this show's got some legs. I think it can can keep going. We'll see, those are my hopes for it. But looking at it as just this season, I, I feel like it's, it's fantastic. It's extremely well written. It really kept me intrigued and entertained. Uh, the acting's phenomenal. You know, you got John Turturro doing something I've never seen him do. Uh, it's an interesting character with an interesting voice. Uh, the ca- yeah, the cast is just just, just w- excellent through and through. Patricia Arquette is a perfect like, um, like over-involved boss. It's just obsessed. Yeah, the casting is is so
1: so 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 good. Hmm. Um. Also, we got double big John Turturro, um, roles this year, right? It was Bat the Batman was this year. Yeah, and John yeah. Turturro was yeah. a huge part of
0: that, and he was—he was one of my favorite parts of that movie. He was incredible. Yeah, that was also a very, very well cast film. Yeah, I think that uh, movie's did we pretty do that good. One on this podcast? No, we haven't. But I like that movie oh, quite okay. a bit. Yeah, I did too. I—I I really did. I, you know, I always take the superhero stuff with a grain of salt for the most part. But yeah, that one was really so vibey and cool and. Uh. And epic. I really liked it. Yeah, and a gr- and a great like, it's a great take on uh, making the villains sort of realistic without it being so drab, like a, like the Christopher Nolan stuff. Yeah, yeah, it had so it's it still had got a so bit much more color, character to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I love Severance. I recommend it to uh, anybody I'm talking to right now, and. Uh, I'm gonna give it a ten. And yeah, let's hope that season two doesn't make that doesn't make me regret that.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm gonna give it a nine. I think it is it is deserving of a ten for sure. But my skepticism and and my worry about them trying to 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 pull out more than what's there, mm-hmm. and I I kind of feel that a little bit even in this season just like just the slightest touch of it but but yeah i do think it is an immaculate season of tv and i think it's probably my favorite thing i've seen this year uh it's like a tv show
0: yeah me too it's i feel like it's it's like a very uh interesting concept and it's commenting on the the nature of work and capitalism in our society in a cool way and yeah I haven't uh, seen you know, season
1: I, three of Atlanta yet, which I hear is very, very good. Um, but I need to watch that. Yeah, I
0: watched that. I haven't seen season four yet.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. That's I'm, whatever the most recent season is.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, seen haven't three, seen but I haven't the seen the new four. one. Yeah. I haven't seen the new one. Um, but but yeah. yeah. So that's uh, the average score of a 9.5 or something. I guess. am not yeah. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's there.
1: We're going to give it a 9.5. That's that's go team yeah. videos rating.
0: Yeah, go check it out uh, if you haven't seen it, which I don't know why you've listened to this podcast this far if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I really feel uh, bad for you if you did. I'm sorry. I apologize. (laughs)
1: Some
0: people (laughs) don't really care about that kind of thing, you know. Uh,
1: But it's also like we didn't tell it in chronological order either, so like... Like, right, like typically, like if and... you hadn't seen it, at least we have like Abby's telling you the plot in chronological order.
0: But yeah, my version of the plot was just like there's all the stuff I remember when it comes <laughs> when it occurs to me, and
1: I remembered yeah. like a third of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the twins, uh, where I watch a movie or something with them. They they if I've seen it, they want to know what happens. They're just anxious uh, viewers. Yeah, so yeah, They like to know. So that oh yeah, for, I, I think the... it, and they can still enjoy it. Yeah,
1: it's it's a completely case by case basis. Like even certain things, I don't mind spoilers for, but other things, I'd I'd, I would prefer not to be spoiled.
0: I typically like to go in with the least amount of knowledge, but it's hard to it's hard to have interest for something if you have no knowledge of exactly. But but for things that I follow that I know I want to see, yeah, like the newest so and so's movie or or what have you, yeah, exactly. I try to go in more of known without anything yeah without anything uh any knowledge because then it makes the world that i'm being presented uh more fresh and exciting
1: yeah or like sometimes like like you need like for me i've had things where like i watch a little bit of a tv show and not get into it but then someone tells me something that happens later on and i'm like oh that rec that reframes my experience i've already had with it and now i'm interested in seeing
0: more of it you know
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes spoilers can be a good thing.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't ever seek them out, but I do. I do think I see their importance and their place. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, that's
1: it. Let's that's wrap our happy uh, uh, a little happy. We're not going to do what's up. We're already
0: at no, how long we wanted to go. This is kind of a, an episode long. What's up?
1: Yeah. Um, last thing I'll say before you do your your shout outs is uh, we have a T-shirt out. We talked about it yeah. on the show, and it's it's finally here. Uh, I'm wearing the video it, star. Oh, oh, Michael. Yeah, stand up a little bit. Give us a little bit more. A little bit more. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Uh, the video star T-shirt. Um, with an amazing promo starring the very talented uh, Izzy and Laura from Double Yolk Arts and Haina Sorka. Mm-hmm. Um, and lots of other creative endeavors, and then Zach Caffrey as the video star um, from Metaphiles from podcast Chop Chop Chang. and, Chop, Chop, and Chang. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah um, I love the way that turned out. Uh, go watch it on Instagram. Yeah, go check it out. Um, and then buy a shirt. Buy a shirt.
1: They're selling faster than I thought they would. Everyone,
0: yeah. So buy a shirt. Get it while it's hot. Um, yeah. Michael, you want to give cool. us our regular outro? Yeah. A as always, go over to Instagram and give a follow to Shot from the Pit. Uh, that's Jorge Sierra, who Does a photography for our podcast. Uh, lovely photographer, lovely person, been on the show. Bought a lot of t shirt. And, oh, cool. And at Gubbs Music, uh, that's Mike Govins, who did the intro, outro music for our show. Um, go check out his awesome music. And you can check us out at ampm.video and at go team video on Instagram. As well as if you feel like it, you can check us out on a Twitch stream, which is uh
1: twitch.tv slash ampm TV
0: part. Twitch.tv slash ampm video, and you can check out uh the archives of our video podcast on YouTube as well as Spotify. So
1: all the way um, back to episode 14, I think, somewhere around there. Something somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, um, we should have said this up top, but we're going to go bi weekly with the show.
0: Yeah, we're switching it up, and uh, episodes will now happen bi weekly. So uh, we'll, we'll announce that at the beginning of the next episode as well, just to give people a better heads up. But yeah, if you were a longtime listener of the show, you're going to get us. Uh, a little fresher and a little less often it's gonna be good for us, and uh gives you a chance to catch up on all the all all the other episodes,
1: yeah, I think it'll result in us having more energy on the episodes and being a little bit more excited, you know, I think it'll yeah. just like boost yeah. the energy level because we it's like, oh, we didn't do it last week, but we're doing it this week, so I'm excited to do it, you know. Stuff like that. But, I agree. Um, it's gonna be a good thing for for all involved. And um we thank you so much for listening, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Announcement test, uh, I don't know what it's supposed to say. Not
1: really
0: that concerned with it. So i right, we'll this, this okay, hang on.